Welcome to the podcast, How to Scale a Business. I am Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm very excited to welcome Francis Perdue of Scooter P Entertainment. Scooter P Entertainment is on a mission to provide a wider and more humane view of people of color in television and film. They are a Black woman-owned and BIPOC distribution and content development company, and their aim is to give experiences to underserved filmmakers, content creators, directors, and producers. Francis, thank you so much for joining me. I'm very excited to chat with you and learn about you and your journey scaling your business. Thanks for having me, Bridget. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, can uh, to start, can you share with us about yourself and how Scooter P Entertainment got started? Of course. So um, my background is varied, as most people in entertainment is. I started off in um, radio in college and then ended up getting a real job in education. So I was an educator for 15 years, and then I became a publicist after being a talent manager. People kept asking me, please manage me, please manage me. I was like, no, I got to make money. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up running to this celebrity photographer by the name of Eric Wade. God rest his soul. He passed away unfortunately. And he said, you're a publicist. So he helped me develop my writing skills and becoming a publicist. And that somehow led into my favorite thing to do, which is watching movies. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so I ended up, uh, seen this movie in college and I said, that's the mo- type of movie I want to make where people get mad. Right? <laughs> it's this yeah. movie called The Human Stain. If you ever get a chance to look at it with, um, in that movie it's a whole bunch of people in it right but the long story in the short is it moved the crowd of people in the movie theater where they got mad and so um I really loved it and I said I want to do that one day and so that yeah. kind of fueled my pathway unbeknownst to me into going into distribution and allowing other people filmmakers to have a voice I love it um so so I'm curious um it sounds like running a film production company was something that you discovered um, after, uh, you know, trying out other careers. Was there ever a, like, you know, as a kid or at any point in your life where you kind of already sensed that love for being a part of film? That's funny. I've always been a film lover, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I don't like horror for some reason, but everything else has been, I think, um, with my experiences in life as a child, young adult, especially, and an older adult, I actually ended up having, um, I ended up having, what do you call it, like a epiphany, like it helped guide me through life. I love films. So that kind of is yep. like the background of, of what I do. Awesome. So um, working in film and in the industry, what kind of changes are you seeing? And um you know, what kind of thoughts do you have for the for the future of film? I've seen a lot of changes, um, especially with CGI and AI. Like, even in your regular life right now, I don't know if you get these calls. Maybe it's just me. They think I'm the Purdue chicken family instead of Purdue me. <laughs> and so I get oh. all these And they're AI. You don't really catch it at first until it starts talking too fast or won't let you get a word in edgewise. So I said the same thing about film. Right now we're going through this this really cool technological change, right, where the way that we record things on our phone, um, if you use, I don't know, um, the Zoom for interviews or whatever, when it comes to film, we're changing technologically. And it hadn't been that way since, like, the red cam, I would say. And so we're changing 
things where people are shooting films half half of the time not being there. And that's mm. something totally new for us, but it's a beautiful spot for new filmmakers. You can do a whole film on your iPhone, right? The iPhone has better quality than some of the cameras that <laughs> people have shot whole films on now, right? And so with $1,400, $1,500, $2,000 iPhones, whatever you get, depending on how much uh, data you buy, you can actually do a whole film. And I think that it's a cool space that we're in and where we're going is where technology is going to help us to save time and energy and travel. And then I think that the whole movie production, I would say genre has to take a revamp of how we get paid, how we do things. And I think that's where the future is going, where it's not going to be the same thing. Like you can't just do a SAG after a scale anymore because Half of it's CGI and this is an app, but it might be voiceover, so you get less money. So they're going to have to revamp this whole way we get paid, this whole way that um, filmmakers um, capitalize. But it definitely is a filmmaker's market <laughs> in the yeah. sense that they can make films easier and with lower costs. So then when they make money, they're making more profit, in my mm. opinion. For me, I think the AI and the CGI is where it's at and that we're utilizing that technology properly and people are capitalizing on it and just making a lot of changes where they save money on their production. Totally. It's actually funny when you brought up the AI because I got on a podcast call um, not too long ago and the, the, the guy who came on, he told me he's like, he thought I was going to be an AI host because of how the um, initial email started. And I, we were just oh. laughing about it because oh. the wild thing is that like, that is part of the future. Like it's not just some, you know, like that's a realistic part of the future. So just the thought of that really just blew my mind. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. And the other thing you're talking about too, with um, technology, um, you know, it's changing the landscape, but also the hope too is that it's going to create opportunities for storytellers to come up because, um, you know, like you're saying, we have such great um, phones that can, you know, capture the video and there are great stories out there that people can, can tell that might not have had a, a chance to showcase that. Um, I think that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I have a, um, project coming out um, all for one with Bernardo Target. Um, so he's a Latin-based um, filmmaker here in the States, in Alabama, actually, too, in California. And his whole TV series is shot on phone. Really? And edited. Really? It took him a while, but he did it. And so I feel like that's the future, yeah. especially for the younger generation and the document um, documentary phase of where we're going into with docu-series mm. I think that that's like where we're going that's really exciting um uh because it'll just open up opportunities for a whole new world of of filmmakers I um when you shared you had a, a release a release coming out um you know one of the questions I was going to ask is are there any exciting releases and events coming up that um that you can share with us I'm very excited I have um, a multicultural project coming out entitled Homeless. And when I tell you this was shot well by Johnny Casado, and it was from a cool, funny, like, I would say like Saturday Night Live type funny 
um, standpoint, these up-and-comers in this project and some uh, mainstays that you'll see in there is amazing, and it's going to be coming out pretty soon on Amazon Prime and Tubi. Oh. And so I think you'll enjoy it. I think that um, the characters in it are funny. The women in it are lively and smart and not your typical or atypical, um, I would say, dingy, uh, you know, girl in the actual film, but it's just funny. And so this film I'm very proud of. Um, like I said, um, Bernardo Target, he's coming out. He, he goes by Bird. He's a, a rocker, right? And so he's coming out with his um, TV series as well. And it's about his journey and how he's chosen family over the entertainment industry. And so we have some good things coming out. And so we started our YouTube page for um, Scooter P Entertainment, Ernest Fancy and I, my president of acquisitions. And so we're we're just pushing them out. So we're going to keep putting the trailers up there for people to see and they can know um, in the body of it where to actually find the actual film. Fantastic. I wrote down Homeless. I'm, I'm definitely uh, going to check that out. That's really exciting. And it's so cool because, um, you know, so this is one of the things I'm loving about my journey with podcasting is, is to, you know, I, to, to watch something where I'm like, I know someone who is a part of this. Like, mm-hmm. how cool is that? Um, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask, so with YouTube um, and, and as a way to kind of show trailers for people to kind of put the word out, can you share a little bit about what has been really great ways that you ha- utilize to promote your um, releases or projects or whatever it is your company is, you know, promoting for some at the time? Well, actually, this is one of the best ways through traditional media and non-traditional podcasts and so through podcasts interviews um of course word of mouth like you just said you try to support somebody that you see in the project um and then we do a lot of pieces but i think you know the individual filmmakers they all have their own sphere of influence right and so we um encourage them because it's their project they own it right we're just helping them get it out we encourage them to do certain traditional medias and um, public relations and that, and that gambit and OOH is what we call it out of home marketing. So the billboards you see um, train station, uh, you know, posters, things like that. So we think outside the box, but I think the best thing is word of mouth and traditional public relations is the best way that we're getting our word out and then partnerships, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So partnerships with different organizations that we align with in terms of our mission, right? And then um, that helps us a lot because we go into their sphere of influence and they go to ours and we can cross promote. And I think I love that one because we're helping other people, but we're helping ourselves. So it's a win-win situation. Absolutely. Partnerships are pretty fantastic, um, you know, because for me, I'm all about, I love working with people, you know, so it's just opportunity to just, you know, collide worlds and stuff. uh, as, as we're coming to the end, I'd, I'd love to hear about your vision for Scooter P Entertainment for the next year and into the future. So my partner, um, Ernest Dancy, he's our president of acquisition, big type. Um, however, he is just a right-hand person for me, and I'm a left-hand for him. Like, you know, we help each other, and I think what we're doing right now is key, right? reaching out organically to filmmakers and letting them know that you have a place and that you don't have to stay in the same paradigm that we're used to of 
oh, you have to do it this way, and that they can have ownership of their own destiny. And so recently we've been partnering with Democracy and exhibiting there and talking to people just like we're talking and seeing what their vision is for their projects and doing our best to make a good fit. Um, I think three out of the five that we've received recently and put out have been from Filmocracy. Um, I think that what we're planning on doing is my goal is to have 50 films and TV series out, right? So we can say, yeah, we're a big force to be reckoned with. However, any mark that we hit is a beautiful mark because a lot of people are, you know, one in five will do it. People say they want things and then they don't, right? Or they fall off. So we started off, and I know this sounds crazy, with like 50 to 70 submissions. And it dwindled down to like five to seven. So our goal is to get quality projects out that show people of color in a happy space in different forms of life. Like, I hate seeing the same trope is what they call it. You know, oh, you're a rapper, you're a robber, you're, a, I don't know, some criminal, or you are mm -hmm. over-sexualized. We're human, and it's like when you show Latino people, brown people, black people, all in like this human space, like, you know, we have quirky families, too. We have bougie people in our family. We have, you know what I mean, just showing all these different yeah. facets of life. That's what I want to do, and that's like my heart. And that goes back to where I started when I saw that film, The Human Stain in College, and Nicole Kidman and Anthony Hopkins are the people who are the main stars in it. That movie changed my life, and I'll tell you really quickly why. We were in the theater. There, I'm not going to ruin the film for you, but okay. there was a point where the man in the theater figured out that the character wasn't white and that he was black. And he had um, marked off on his, you know how in the back in the day when they went to the army, they would check out what nationality they were or whatever. Mm. He put white and black. And that was because he could pass, right? Kind of like imitation of life where the lady mm -hmm. passed for um, you know, a white woman her whole life until her mama died. And so long and short, when that man figured it out, right, he was furious. He stormed out, I want my money back. He was and I just was like, I want to move people that way, right? Yeah. Not in a negative way, but in a way where they're like, oh, you thought that we were all cookie cutter in this little box. Ha ha, watch me now, right? So that's the type of projects that I want to put out. And I think we're on the right track for that. Um, yeah. We're starting the production side um, soon, God willing. And we have a um, show called Champ versus Chump about dominoes and dominoes players and how much of a tournament it really is across the country. So we have these great projects that we're going to put out. And I'm just really excited about it and just really just sitting on pins and needles to see when we can get it out. But we have about five to 10 lined up. My goal is 50, but I'm happy with the projects and the people. Um, we have one that's near and dear to my heart because I lost a lot of people to breast cancer. So we have a film out right now on Tubi, on Amazon Prime, and um, Plex, and Filmocracy. And it's called um, Courageous Warriors, Beauty from the Ashes by Darla Ray. And so that particular project talks about men even having breast cancer and um, the women that have survived and those that we've lost along the way. So those type of projects that are close to me, getting those things out, give me such a high off of life and make me know that I'm in the right business. Oh my gosh. I, I just love it. I've written down like three movies now to watch two of them, your releases <laughs> and the, the first one. Yeah. I'm like, okay, putting this on my list. I'm yeah. so excited. And I love, I love hearing your mission for your company too. And just showcasing 
just you know like you're saying a lot of times in film people are made into tropes you know and and we see that with people of color and it's like that's you know that we are all human you know like let's let's show how how diverse and so just everything you're saying I was just like yes I love that and 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 that's what you're doing through your company and I'm just I I just think that's fantastic and I'm very excited about that I appreciate um, that I needed yeah absolutely um and and so as as we come to the end, before we go, I'd love for you to share with how people can stay connected with you, um, and also, um, you know, anything else about Scooter P Entertainment or anything. Um, maybe I didn't ask a question you were hoping I could have asked that you can answer. Well, you asked all the great questions, Bridget. <laughs> like to say that you can reach us at scooterpentertainment.com. We're on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. On Facebook, we're Scooter P Entertainment. And on Instagram, we are Scooter P underscore entertainment. And on Twitter, we are Scooter P underscore ENT. And so you can also Google us. You'll see our um, first look deal with Viri Entertainment Network. And you'll also see that we have our president of acquisitions in place now, which I'm so happy to have help. And um, you can see our personal stuff, you know, by Googling us as well. And so we appreciate your time and we appreciate anyone that supports us. And we're here for filmmakers. If you have content, if you have a film, if you have a TV series, we want to be your distribution company and make sure that we help you along the way. That's fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited about your company. And I'm so I'm so happy to to chat with you now and learn about your vision and the mission you're on. So Francis, thank you so much for your time and everyone listening. Definitely check out their website, see all these exciting releases that are coming out and check out their socials to stay connected. This is Francis Perdue with Scooter P Entertainment. I'm Bridget Devin, and this has been an episode of How to Scale a Business. Thank you so much. <laughs>